Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob, Casey, Sarah, and Casey, you may be aware. There have been some hot-button education topics in front of the Indiana General Assembly this year. Mm, Yeah, quite a few, actually. Everything from whether school board races are going to be partisan, which died, apparently, Mm -hmm. to whether or not you can talk about sex with kids in grades K through 3, which is apparently still alive. And I said, look, let's reset everything. Let's find out where we are on all these hot button education topics. Let's go to one of the best in the business. Nikki Kelly from the Indiana Capital Chronicle joins us now. Nikki, uh, it is another wild and wacky year with education in the Indiana General Assembly. Has anything surprised you so far? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think we expected a lot of these bills to get hearings. There's, I guess the only surprise so far is maybe the amount of transgender-related bills. They've always been filed in the past, but not getting hearings, not moved through the process, and um, we are definitely seeing way more of that. Otherwise, on the education front, there are several controversial bills that we've seen for several years, so they're coming up again as expected. Now, you had a column over at Indiana Capital Chronicle about some of the maybe not quite as hot-button topics in education that are still important. We'll get to those in a second. Let's start with that uh, the partisan school board bill, which didn't even get a vote in the House after making it out of committee, is that normal for a bill to make it out of a committee and then not even get a vote? Yeah, it definitely happens from time to time. What that means directly is that they it didn't have the votes to pass, so they weren't. You know, they they counted heads in caucus. It didn't have the votes to pass, so they didn't want to put up a vote that could be used against them. You know in the future mm. if the bill's not going to move forward. Is, is, is that a thing where they, I mean, could somebody, the, uh, Prescott was the author, and so what I'm asking is, could he say, well, I don't care what we say here in caucus, uh, this is important, they made it out of committee, I want everybody to throw their cards on the table, or is that like a big no-no you're not supposed to do? Yeah, he theoretically could. Um, he would obviously lose any station in the caucus. Ah. And also, I have occasionally seen where the speaker will just, even though it's on the calendar, he'll just skip over calling it. So there's a way for the speaker to get around that, too, is if he doesn't want to deal with a bill on that day mm-hmm. or doesn't feel like, you know, and I'm not saying Todd Houston ever done, has ever done that, but I've definitely seen it happen in the past, you know, the speaker still controls the calendar. Uh, Nikki Kelly is our guest. Uh, she has a great new piece over at Indiana Capital Chronicle about some of the maybe education issues that maybe aren't getting quite the attention that, that others are. Uh, Casey, go ahead. Yeah, Nikki, tell us about the narrowing graduation waivers. Yeah, that's the biggest one that I think really needs some more attention. Basically, over the years, what we've seen is more and more schools are giving more and more of these graduation waivers where the kids aren't passing the iLearn or they're not, you know, getting a certain level of credits they need and they, they give them a waiver. And so that those waivers count as graduating. Mm. And so basically, lawmakers are saying, OK, this is getting a little out, little out of control. So they're going to now, you can still give them the waiver, okay, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to count. 
in your in your graduation statistics. So, you know, uh, or a certain number of them are allowed first, and then anything above that, you know, so you, schools will see their graduation rates going down because they're going to be calculated differently but, uh, to a you know to address how many of these waivers are being given. And I'm going to let Casey hop in here in just a second, but I have a follow up on that. If it's supposed to be about the kid, why would you let the kid it's like it's like well we're going to punish you financially, which is part of the graduation rate thing, but we don't care if the kid slips out without not it shouldn't be graduating. Mean, that doesn't seem like that's about the kid at all. Am I way off on that? Yeah, I, I mean I I I can definitely see that. I just know in general the idea of holding a I mean you got to remember these kids are 18 19 at that point to say you can't graduate I mean they're just not going to come back right so because well I mean like they desperately wanted to get rid of me at Brownsburg High School there was no way they weren't <laughs> getting me out at, the, at, at when I was 18 but I just anyway go ahead Casey well I'm just you know you mentioned in the article that they're going to cap it at six percent so does that mean mm-hmm. of all of the high schools across the great state of Indiana uh, they're going to say, oh, well, we've reached the max of these 6% of these waivers, so we can't hand any more out. Like, even if there's... No, a... they're, gonna, they're still going to be able to give them, but only... But basically, anything above that 6% will count as you not graduating in your graduation rate. Uh, okay. Nikki Kelly's our guest from the Indiana Capital Chronicle. We're talking about a host of education issues. Nikki, you're down there every day. You study these people every day. You've studied them for years and years and years and years and written about them at the Journal Gazette, obviously before Indiana Capital Chronicle. What is the strategy of, or the goal of the Republicans when it comes to education? Because it's like, on one hand, well, hey, there's multi-billion dollars more for public education. But then on the same hand, well, there's potentially billions more for vouchers because we don't feel like the public education system is holding up its end of the bargain or whatever word you want to use. It just seems like they're all over the map on their strategy on education in Indiana. Yeah, the the whole, you know, a little bit of everything kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, they are definitely all in on vouchers. Although, interestingly, we're going to find out House Republicans put yet again another huge voucher expansion in their budget bill. Mm-hmm. The Senate Republicans are signaling that they're not that they're not good on that, that they're looking for some more guardrails and and to sort of slow the growth. And yes, they it, and Republicans will always say, well, look at everything we did for traditional public schools. Obviously, it's going up. I think the, the budget had like a 4% increase for traditional public schools. But the funding for charters and vouchers are growing at a much faster rate than for the 90-some percent of kids in traditional public schools. Uh, Nikki Kelly, our guest, a couple of minutes left with her talking about education issues. You can find her over at IndianaCapitalChronicle.com. Uh, were you surprised at the pushback, the, the amount of people who showed up on that bill that just basically said, I mean, it was a short bill. It said a couple other things, but basically you can't talk about sex with kids kindergarten through third grade. Were you surprised the pushback that got and why were the people so upset? Well, I think there's just some confusion. It's one thing to say you can't give classroom instruction on that. I think everyone would agree on K through three that you're not instructing K through three on sexual orientation or anything about sex. But when it, you know, people start to think like, well, what if a kid asks a question? And indeed, they put an amendment in that says a teacher can answer a question. So then you got to wonder. Also, they added some language to that bill that caused more. Uh, concern than I think the original bill, which is the, and this is not just K through three, K-12, 
which says that schools must notify a parent if a, a student expresses any concern about their identity, if they ask to call them by a different name, if they ask for different pronouns, any of that. So a lot of opponents see that as sort of outing a kid from a safe place that they have at school. And I think that part of the bill has now taken over in terms of concern from the case you know, the K-3 section. All right, uh, before I let you go, and I know we're not ready to talk about it yet, but Casey, Nikki is uh, and the Indiana Capitol Chronicle staff are doing a big something or other on the raises that the State House is giving themselves. So hopefully oh. we can have Nikki back on soon to, to talk about that, right? Yeah, uh, we should have it out this week. And it's not a big something or other, but, you know, there's just a little more nuance in how legislative raises work and those will also include the governor and the other statewide elected officials all right can't wait she's one of the best in the business nikki kelly find her over at indianacapitalchronicle.com thank you thank you you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc tonight there's gonna be trouble Good morning, 18 minutes after 11. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this hour, Tom Brady. His 10-year-old daughter hijacked his Instagram account, and then she started posting pictures of their new cat. His daughter's name is Vivian, and they recently got a new cat, and 10-year-old daughter was posting all sorts of pictures of the cat. Uh Tom finally got his phone back from his daughter and came out and said, yes, I'm now a cat dad. Oh, wow. New for him. Do you remember when things that people were interested in actually used to be things that were worthy of being interested in? Give like me I, an example. Well, I'm not disputing that there are people that are deeply interested in, in Tom, Tom Brady? Brady having a cat. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to feel like in this country there was a time where if they were discussing it, and we're discussing it on this, these airwaves because it was a newsworthy thing that is trending on mm-hmm. social media, which is now a viable source by which people, you can delineate what is of interest to society. Mm-hmm. But there used to be a time on these airwaves, WIBC, in which if they were talking about it, it was of some epic purport, importance to the betterment of the city of Indianapolis, mm-hmm. the state of Indiana, mm-hmm. or the United States of America. Like, President Reagan came out today and said, fill in the blank. Right. It wasn't, who would have been a great, in 1987, it was not, Joe Montana has a cat. <laughs> Well, hey, I, uh, I can't help it when Tom uh, Brady's Instagram account is trending. Yeah, I'll say. He has a lot of followers. I feel a lot better knowing that Tom Brady is a cat guy. I'm going to be able to sleep well tonight. <laughs> like, like, like it, it, something of local importance. It was not, A.J. Foyt has won his fourth Indy 500, and he is also now an owner of a cat. <laughs> It's also kind of frightening that his 10-year-old got into his account. That is also interesting, isn't it? You can see what people DM him. Well, what do you think Brady's DMs look like? I hate it. It's probably pretty wild. Yeah, I bet it's pretty good. He does. She, he's got control of the account now. It's all good. Okay. How much? How much would you pay to see Tom Brady's direct messages? I thought you were going to end the sentence there. How much <laughs> would you pay to see Tom Brady? <laughs> Period. There we go. Uh, I have seen Tom Brady when he played here in Indianapolis. Yes, you did. So you did you? There. Yeah, I was there. Pre-game show. He mm-hmm. what did he play one? He played one series. One series. He went down to kick to field goal. Right there you go. Okay. Well, how does this one? do for you. Uh-huh. Target is trending. Oh. They're planning to invest as much as $5 billion this year. Wow. They're expanding their services for customers, including drive-up service. Wow. 
drive up for Target. They're also going to renovate about 175 stores, and they plan to improve their online shopping. Target's a little ritzy for me. Is you, it? You strike me as someone who would shop at a Target. I've been to a Target a few yeah, times. Yeah, they got a little higher-end stuff than the Walmart. It is a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. They got some good clothes. I also feel like the in the, because I do the you check out whatever that's mm-hmm. called, where you scan your own groceries. Yeah. I always the feel- The self-checkout uh, thing? Yes, yeah, self-checkout. Thank you. I always feel like the person at the Target is judging and glaring at me when I use the you checkout versus Walmart, where I feel like they don't care that I'm there at all, and that's how I need to feel when I'm at a store. <laughs> well, it really depends, I think, on what you're wearing. Are you wearing pajama pants when you're at the Walmart? Well, I'm wearing what I wear here. Okay. Well, then you're dressed appropriately. Also trending, this guy named Jeff Reitz. Don't know if you've heard of him, but he is now in the Guinness Book of World Records. Why? The most consecutive visits to Disneyland. Yeah, took him eight years, three months, and 13 days to achieve the record. Wait, what? 2,995 days in a row, this dude went to Disneyland. What the hell did you just say? I'm telling you, (laughs) Jeff Reitz is now in the Guinness Book of World Records for going to Disneyland. I mean, who comes up with that? Who says, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm, this was my know? goal. How would how would how would there have even been? How would how would you even know? He went through the turnstile. No, no. I mean, how would you even know what that number is? To beat it, taking pictures or mm-hmm. documenting it. Somehow? Yeah, what I'm saying. I want to. So clearly, this guy is a Disney fanatic. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. Great. There's all sorts of weirdos out there. They come in all shapes, forms, fashions, and sizes. Mm-hmm. Whatever your kink is, good for you. The uh, but but clearly, he sat down and said, "I want to break." The right. record for most attendance to Disney World. Yeah. But where, how? Somebody kept track somewhere along yeah. the line is what you're saying. And, so you're, and this guy had to look it up to beat that. And you're telling me mm-hmm. eight years in a row? Eight years, three months, 13 days. So eight years, three months, and 13 days. I'm just doing very quick math. I'm sure I'm slightly off by the days. That's roughly November of 2015. Mm-hmm. Is that every, right? Every single no, eight day. Years. No, no, no. November 2014, right? Because it's 2023. So it's roughly November of 2015. 14, Obama was still the president, mm-hmm. was in the middle of his second term. That's how long this guy's been going to Disney World every day. Why didn't he just get a job there? <laughs> Great point, Kev. I mean, is he just rich? Is he loaded? And he just doesn't have to work? He just goes to Disneyland all the bought, time? Bought a season pass so he could break this record. What's it cost to get into Disney World? Oh, that's oh, right. There's probably boy. season passes, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. What's it cost to get in? It really depends where you stay. If oh no no no, I'm saying just to physically get into Disney World. Okay, let's 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 try this. If I took a one hundred dollar bill and handed it to the person at the Disney World, would they let me into the Disney World? I don't think so. Really? Yeah, it's like two hundred dollars. No way it, to yeah. get into Disney World. Yes, just to mosey around the property. Yes, haven't you heard people complaining about how expensive it is? It was who would to be I associate with Casey that would be complaining <laughs> about the cost of the Disney World? You mentioned Disneyland, right? So it's probably even more expensive. Wait a than second, being out in California. which one's the yeah, one? Yeah, you're right. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, yeah. wait, wait. Which one? Wait, Disneyland mm-hmm. is Florida. No, that Disneyland That's, is in Anaheim, I think. Disneyland in is in Anaheim, is in California. Disney, Disney World, World is, is in, in Florida. Orlando. Right. Which one are we talking about here? California. So he went, oh, yeah, so oh I'm sure it's even, even more, more expensive there. I'm trying to see tickets for Disneyland, how much they are. Of, of course, they're not going to have the price online. Really? You have to go through all the steps. Why wouldn't they have the price? It costs this much. I want a ticket to so-and-so. Boom, here you because go. Because there's all sorts of combo packages, depending on- I don't on want a combo the- package. <laughs> I, want the, I'm, I want this one. I'm like the Griswold. You want a straight I'm going ticket. to- uh, 
Okay, so this I'll guy... I'll research that later and and get an answer for you, okay? Uh, upon... Road trip! Upon, no, I'm not going to California. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I'm down. I am not... I tried to go to California for our honeymoon because mm-hmm. Ben Stein mm-hmm. offered to let us stay at his house. What? And you passed wow. on that? I didn't pass on it. The person I went with, who was also a part of the equation, didn't want to do it. Okay, I've got it. Standard theme park <laughs> ticket, $83 a day. So, okay. No, wait, starting... Oh, at eighty three dollars. Oh, trust me, a day. I'm going to go as low as you. can. So if I handed a one hundred dollar bill, I would still be able to get into Disneyland. That's if you go five days in a row. If you okay, you want to Casey? Go, I want one ticket for one day to go to the amusement park. It's one hundred and four dollars. Shoot, is there like a, is there like one of those websites where they've got to like you know for your oil dis change discount or something where you can find a this coupon gets you 10% off probably there's all sorts of things okay that but you roughly can do. $100 would not get mm-hmm. you into the di- okay and, and i th- think it depends on what time of the year it is too because this on this date it's $143 what yeah yeah i imagine it varies imagine no in way. the summer it's probably pretty expensive mhm yeah it varies based on it's like dynamic pricing going to a concert, Rob Kendall. That's what it is. Oh, that's good stuff. So wait, 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 wait a second. So this guy, okay, mm-hmm. let's picture you're this guy. <laughs> and I don't know how old he is. I hope he's got many more event-filled years left. Maybe Kings Island will be his next conquest. I don't know. I'm sure that would be cheaper. But on your uh, reflection of your life. Mm-hmm. What was the most significant, <laughs> largest section of your life spent? Mm-hmm. That guy will have to cop to mm-hmm. going to Disneyland every day. Yeah. That's his greatest achievement. Does he put that on his resume? <laughs> I don't think he has a resume. How does he work? He's spending it every yeah. day in a theme park. That's unbelievable. You're right. He should have got a job there. Yeah, I think he's just really wealthy. That could be. It's a good way just to waste your money, I guess, if you're into it. Yeah, Speaking of so. waste of... Whatever, that was a heck of a segment we did right there. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the Buffalo Bills safety? Yes, when we get back. Okay, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. 11.32, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. The Buffalo Bills safety, Jordan Poyer. Has goals for the upcoming free agency period. He says he'd like to end up in a state that didn't confiscate half his paycheck. (laughs) He was talking about being a free agent on his podcast. It's called the Jordan Poyer Podcast. And uh, he said that he's done with New York and their tax rates and would ideally end up in a place that lets him keep more of his money. No kidding. Yeah. Well, don't move to Indiana. You know, I've, I've long pondered this, and we've talked about this, as this show has taken many forms and incarnations over the years, that I am floored. More professional athletes mm-hmm. do not base where they sign as a free agent on what the state income tax rate is because of the dramatic difference it would make in the amount of money they would actually take home. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? Florida, Tennessee. Florida. We'll get to that in a minute. South Dakota. I'm sure there's some more. Ta- well, Texas. Texas. Texas, Tennessee has no income tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Arizona also doesn't have income tax. Yeah. So let's say even even in, even Indiana, okay, our income tax rate is somewhere, I don't know what it is now. It's somewhere like 3.2 or something. They're cutting it over seven years or whatever it is now, four years, doesn't matter. Anyway, mm-hmm. but if you you sign with the Colts versus the 
Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. If you're making a million dollars, so you're a low-level professional football player, and you're you're isn't that sad? It is wild, right? But I'm just trying to simplify. That's low it. level. You're making a million dollars. Oh, okay. So too bad it couldn't work out for you. Yeah. Well, but you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So if you make a million dollars for one year of playing football, it's a th- now you are taxed, I think, in the NFL based on where you play the game. Mm-hmm. So only half of your games would be home. So let's just say it's nine. Um, but if you extrapolate that for a year, it would be $32,000 difference mm-hmm. playing in Texas, $32,000 more in Texas versus playing in Indianapolis. Cut that in half. It's dollars Now, that may not, that I mean, that's a chunk of change, right? Absolutely. Now, let's go out and say uh, you're a guy making uh, money like an Aaron Rodgers is making, which is fifty million dollars a year. So one million is sixteen thousand. Let me get my uh, little handy dandy calculator out here while I'm uh, on the air, Casey, because of course you know I'm a product of the public school system. And it was before it was woke, so I'm not very good at math. So sixteen thousand <laughs> times fifty. That's eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, as an eight hundred thousand dollar difference, mm-hmm. choosing to play in Texas versus. Uh, and again, I'm just saying, you know, Indianapolis. Well, you know, a lot of these guys, there's just NFL wannabes. They don't care. They just want to get in the game. Sure. Right? And there's an aspect. They're just like, grateful that a team picked them. If you're LeBron James and you're so filthy rich that acting and business is a primary focus for you now, basketball is almost just a catalyst to that, then okay, not that big a deal. But over the life of a contract, some of these upper, upper echelon guys, I'm shocked they continue to play in places like New York and California. He said, it's crazy to me how taxes work. Some people will say, you're already making X amount of money. And his take on it, taxes play a big part in all of our lives. Yeah, I mean, uh, this sounds weird, Casey, but being a millionaire anymore is not rich. Making a million dollars a year. Now, are you wealthy? Yes. If you invest it smartly, can you live a very long, happy life where you don't want for anything? Absolutely. But it's not the way it was. Like when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and you were a kid before I was a kid, Mm -hmm. When somebody said, I'm a millionaire. Sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. Now, yeah. A, simply making a million dollars, yes, you can lead a nice lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But when you figure out that half, like if you live in New York, between the state in, between the federal income tax rate and the state in, income tax rate, almost half of your paycheck goes to taxes. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a crap ton of money. Yeah. He said he would like to move from New York to Florida to escape the high taxes and the cold weather, which basically makes him like... Every New Yorker. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're all moving to Florida for I'm, those I, same reasons. I'm shocked the upper upper echelon players, unless you are a LeBron James, who your interest is far more than just the sport you're playing, mm-hmm. I am shocked they get players to stay in those large tax states. You know what was uh, surprising to me when I was in Grand Rapids is I got taxed for working in the city. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Even if you didn't live in the yeah, city, yeah. just go there for work and mm-hmm. you got taxed. Oh, yeah. And I think New York has that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Okay, let's talk about Ron DeSantis. He has a new ad out, and it's about Florida's freedom and liberty. And your comment was, well, boy, this sounds like a great launch to a presidential campaign. Yeah, this is a great ad. It's a little longer than what we normally play, but I think it's pretty good. And when you hear it, I think it definitely sounds more like a guy getting ready to run for something Mm -hmm. versus a guy touting the accomplishments of the thing he's 
done. I mean, he is touting the accomplishments, but this is not this is not just say, look at what I've done as governor. This is saying, look at what I've done as governor for a purpose. And what state is he the governor of? Florida. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Let's hear the ad from Ron DeSantis. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. Ron DeSantis has decided to put his people first. Ron DeSantis taking a lot of heat over it, but he's not backing down. Florida's success has been made more difficult by the floundering federal establishment in Washington, D.C. An inflationary spending binge that has left our nation weaker and our citizens poor. It has enacted pandemic restrictions and mandates. It has recklessly facilitated open borders. It has imposed an energy policy that has crippled our nation's domestic production. This has caused many to be pessimistic about the country's future. Some even say that failure is inevitable. Florida is proof positive that we the people are not destined for failure. DeSantis wins. He has made a promise and he's making good on the promise. Florida is leading the nation. We are the nation's fastest growing state. We rank number one in education freedom. We are number one in economic freedom. Florida also ranks number one in public higher education. This is a record we can all be proud of. That's why the left hates Governor DeSantis because he's a winner. That's what the guy does, he wins. Decline is a choice. Success is attainable. And freedom is worth fighting for. That was heavy, huh? That was great. Yeah. Good ad. Okay, so I mean, it probably cost him enough that it should be a good ad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you're you have Ron DeSantis's budget in his campaign account, and you're running over ninety million, you're running something that looks like it should be on uh, you know local access television, then you probably got a problem. What did you think of his voice in that? Because I know that you've said that that's one of the things that grates on you. I don't like his voice. You don't like his voice. Needs voice. Coaching lessons. Local lessons. Um, So he's got this book out, "The Courage to Be Free," which is the Florida blueprint, and uh, Trump supporters are barring it. They're calling him a tyrant, and his reaction. To that, to that is just to say, you know what? This is just all background noise. Yeah. He gets attacked all the time, and he's just going about his business. So you're saying that in Florida, they have to change the law before he can announce he's running for president. He can't do it while he's governor. Yeah, they have a law currently that would prohibit you from being the governor and running for president. And so he is. Uh, they have. Proposed, and I think it's going to pass a law that would repeal the law that would allow him to do that. Because nothing says a law was really meaningful, like immediately repealing the law once someone can benefit if that law is not in place, right? I mean, well, like, why would you even have that? If somebody wants to be a governor and run for president, why would you care? Yeah. What? Why would that law have ever even existed to begin with? But it also shows how meaningless most of the laws are that they'll just change the law like that when it benefits them or the state or whatever. Okay, so he's currently on this book tour and he puts this ad out that sounds very much like it's a presidential campaign launch, so any day now, right? Uh, After they change that rule? I would think he will will probably get through the session. I think he will probably look to early summer, maybe June, because there's no reason for him to get in right now. Is Is that late? I mean, I know that Biden's announced even later than that. 
it's late if you got to secure donors. It's late if you've got to, uh, you know, if you've got to try to put an infrastructure and a team together. But this is, I think, he a probably pretty, already has that. What do they call that? Key key ready or turnkey ready or whatever mm-hmm. they call that? I mean, yeah, I think he's, I think he's not going to be short of people to knock on doors for him. Okay, you're getting picked on in the YouTube chat room by the way you say something, and we're going to get into it coming up from 93 WIBC. Morning, 1147. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. All right, Rob, you're getting picked on in the chat room on the YouTube chat room, which you can follow along. Just type in Kendall and Casey in the YouTube search bar, and there we are. So let's talk about it. Florida. 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 Okay, so my wife and I have this conversation all the time, mm-hmm. and I ask her because she, like many people, call it Florida. Okay. Casey, spell Florida for me. F-L-O-R-I-D-A. Can you do that a little slower one more time just to make sure we're all on the same page? F-L-O-R-I-D-A. So there is an I between the R and the D. Mm-hmm. Florida. Florida. Yes, that's no, correct. Florida. Florida. That's correct. You're saying Florida. No, I'm not. I'm saying Florida. <laughs> F-L-O-R-I-D-A. Most people just go Florida. 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 Like, oh, you're saying they say Florida. Yeah, Florida. Like you're you're not you're not on an episode of Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. We all use proper English and pronunciation here. There's mm-hmm. an I mm-hmm. in the in the letter. It's Florida. 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 That's correct. But you're saying Florida. No, I'm not saying yeah, Florida. Florida. I'm not saying Florida. It, okay. Florida. Say Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. See, there it is. <laughs> what? You say Lauper. L-A-U-P-E-R. Cindy Lauper. A lot of people say Lauper. Well, that's their problem. <laughs> Why are you blaming me for mistakes other people make? Okay, Illinois. Illinois. Oh, where's the E? It's Illinois. No, it's Illinois. <laughs> it's Illinois. Illinois. Is that just a little little tick you got there? I, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's Illinois, not Illinois. Casey, don't try to distract people from what's at stake here. I've got a whole list of words you're going to go through. Crayon. Crayon. Say it again. Crayon. 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 Okay, you're it's not a crown. It's not a, something the king put on his not head. Not crane. No, it's not. Cr- it's not a. It's not a. Cr- it's crayon. 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 Yeah. You got that one all right. Um, how about the city Cincinnati? Cincinnati. One more time. Cincinnati. Okay, you did that one okay. Love how you. else would you pronounce Cincinnati? Oh, you know what? Those Buckeyes will say Cincinnati. No way. Way. Oh yeah, way. Once you I'm, get past the Miami Valley, they drop that. That doesn't eye. even make sense. Cincinnati. I'm at I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. That doesn't uh, even rhyme. Okay, Missouri. Well, I'm, I was born in Missouri. M- Missouri. You're saying that one, okay? Yeah. The same thing. Some people say Missouri, but you got that one all right. What about uh, Arkansas? Did you know I lived right outside Royal Stadium when I was a kid? No. Yeah. Dad was a huge George Brett fan. Anyway, sorry, I was just reminiscing here. <laughs> of your childhood? Walking Ar- through the park and reminiscing. Okay, what about Arkansas? Arkansas. Okay. Why don't you why don't, why don't we pronounce it Arkansas? I don't make the rules here, Casey. Okay. Just like I didn't spell Florida, F-L-O-R-I-D-A. You know what? This is but there's an one. I in there. This is a big one, and you learn this on day one of uh-huh. broadcasting, yeah. and it drives me absolutely crazy when people mispronounce this one. Uh-huh. W. W. Yeah, a lot of people say W. You know, you know where I learned. W. Oh, you no, love this. It's W. You will love this. W. You know where I learned that? Where? 
my first full-time job in radio, mm-hmm. the I worked for the guy who loved you. Yeah, because I say W per And No, probably. he didn't love you because of that. I guarantee he loved you for other reasons. Okay. But anyway, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and the first time I went in there. You said W. Yeah. And he said, it's W. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> that large light that they used to keep in the on-air room started mm-hmm. blinking. You got hotline. And you knew that your life was about to end, or at least you wished your life was about to end, because mm-hmm. ending your existence would be less painful than what was on the other end of that phone call. And that he was adamant about that. And you know what? It worked mm-hmm. because I've never made that mistake ever never again. Never mispronounced it, yeah. Until you've been screamed at yeah. for the way you pronounce W. Yeah. At least we're lighthearted about it here. Right. Yeah. I'm so proud of you that you do it properly. It just drives me up a wall. When I'm I hear, a great broadcaster. When Why I hear wouldn't broadcasters I do it mispronounce the call letters, I want to hotline them. What do you think? What do you think? You think Hammer and Nigel, you think they do W or you think they do W? Oh no, they're pros. They're gonna say W. Well, no, I bet. I bet. We'll ask him on our way back after the show. I bet Nigel does it right, and I bet Hammer does it the Beach Grove way. You think so? Okay, I got a couple more words for you. Yes. Coupon. Coupon. Okay. Some people would say coupon. They Co- say what? Coupon. 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 Yeah. Coupon. No kidding. Coupon. Uh, rural. 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 <laughs> Rural, rural. Now say rural juror. What? Rural juror. What? What are you even talking about? A juror who uh-huh. sits on the jury. Put them together. Rural juror. It's hard to say. Rural juror. Very good. Okay, hundred. Hundred. Say it one more time. Hundred. Hundred. One hundred. Okay, you got that one. Can I uh, throw one out there for Instead you? Instead of hundred. Hundred hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred. What about uh, costume? Costume. <laughs> uh, I know what you're trying to do here. Costume. Yeah. So you say you say tomb instead of tomb. Yeah. Okay. I'm just That's doing it I now. I'm just I'm just doing it now because I know you want to try to get me on that one. So I was very cognizant of where you were going. <laughs> one more. One more for you. Yeah. Different. Different. Say it again. Different. Okay. You're okay there. Some people would say why? different. Why would different. you? Why Casey? different? You're mispronouncing Florida, so I have no, to I'm check not. everything. There's an I in there. <laughs> you and your hillbilly buddies are the ones mispronouncing Florida. You, you say it again. You call it Florida. Flo- I call it Florida. No, you've called it Florida every time until now. <laughs> Casey did live there, so I the, think she has I some credibility. I got the I in there. Florida. 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 I'm not Florida. saying Florida. I overpronounce the I to prove a point because most people do not include the I, and it's very hard to overpronounce the I without the O slightly sounding like an A. I still think you got Cindy Lauper wrong. Cindy Lauper. It's Lauper. No, Lauper. Rob actually has the uh, German pronunciation down. Nice. Uh, well, you know what? Well, welcome to America. That's the country we're and in right now. I think I think one thing we can all agree about Cindy Lauper is that Money Changes Everything is one of the 10 greatest mm-hmm. songs ever written. Do you have any other words that we need to review? I'm so glad about I didn't the start this fight. Miriam in the YouTube chat started she the fight. She did. She did. She I was, was minding everybody. my own business. <laughs> you were minding your own business, mispronouncing words. You know me, Casey. I don't <laughs> punch first, but I do punch last. Hey, what about this guy in Michigan who won the lottery twice? <laughs> What about him? He bought he bought two tickets uh-huh. accidentally. Yeah. And they both won. Yeah. You got to get five numbers, right? And yeah. he got five numbers. It's not a thing. I guess they maybe pull more than five numbers. So he had more than five. No- he had different numbers on each ticket, mm-hmm. and he got them both right. And so what was that? What was the ticket? Two dollars? Five dollars? 
and then he wins a hundred and twenty thousand twice. 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 I thought there was the total no! 120. He's like in the twos. He went $240,000. Something like that. Accidentally. Twice. Oops. That money would go a long way in Florida. Florida? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job. And thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Ken and Casey on 93 W IBC. Wash your clothes. <laughs> <laughs>